Garage Fam. It we back again. Penzoil 400, chugging Zoil all week long. NASCAR Cup Series is back in action. Had one of the most badass races I think we've seen in a very long time at Auto Club last week. We're hoping that we can see some of these drivers translate and uh, and and get the sh- the shit they need to win, as Kenny Powers would say. Uh, Dale Tanhart's back in the building. Definitely got to get some of your thoughts on uh, on the race at Auto Club Speedway. But uh, but I think you will be able to understand this. But but if you want to say something, go ahead. Yeah, for everybody who listened to the recap, I did miss the recap. I've been battling a sickness, uh, strep throat, not fun. I hadn't had it in a long time. So Chase talked about this. It seems like every time like we we get done traveling and then we stop, something happens to my immune system where I get sick of not being at a racetrack and then I get ill. So uh, I apologize for missing the recap. Won't happen again. But the racing was phenomenal. Obviously, the, the Daytona 500 was great. Super Speedway racing has always been great over the past five, six years, over the past two decades. So that's what we come to expect with the Daytona 500. But with the new aero package, new car debuted at an intermediate track like Auto Club, Fontana, kind of worn out race track, a lot of sliding around, a lot of passing lanes. It was everything we could have asked for, except for the flat tire deal. Hopefully NASCAR will find a good way to address that. But the racing was fantastic. I was super excited to see what the new car brought uh, to NASCAR. The drivers, it, it was a handful for the drivers in practice and qualifying and in race trim. So hopefully we get to bring that same kind of racing to Las Vegas. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we should expect to see much difference um, other than the fact that that track surface is basically equivalent to an 80 year old, um, you know, human being. Uh, this track probably not so much however still the same kind of jam um but you know when we're talking about just racing in general i was gonna it was gonna interrupt you uh before you said that but i'm glad you said that because now i don't have to interrupt you i can just say eat some hooters okay uh right now if you take yourself and leave your home and you go over to a hooters you can get Food and save money in more than one way. Okay, Don and Dale over here, and and check out Chase. You check me out. Uh, take out Chase is what we were, were supposed to say. Uh, check out Chase has a check has a C in it. That's I'm gonna interrupt you here. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you here because you fucked up. Okay, mm-hmm. and I won't, I'm not gonna let you do it as a friend. It's carry out Chase. It's carry out Chase. Yeah, that's what we said last time. Remember, nobody needs to carry me out anywhere. You All said right, like I the mean, whole last episode, it was carry out chase. I remember like complimenting on you because you had made it up without telling me. I was like, oh, that's good. I, I think I think you the pick. racetrack is the, the sickness has got you. I don't I literally remember saying check out chase for a minute. But uh, but it's OK if I didn't. I'm carry out uh, Kevin. That's what I'm going to call myself. You pick, you pick what you want. Yeah, we're going to figure want. it out. The main thing is what really matters here is that you can save money uh, more than one way. So if you were to order Hooters to go by going to the Hooters app or going to Hooters2Go.com, use promo code GARAGEGUYS, you're going to save $10 on any order, $30 or more, and that offers valid at participating locations. Look at that bright phone. Uh, for delivery or carryout orders only, it's a great app they have. If you don't use it, um, you're a terrible person. 
So uh and and I don't I don't mind saying that. I have it on my hat. Do you wear I don't know if you can see the logo? Yeah, there you go. There's the owl. There's my owl right there. Boom. Wow, look at Whoa. wow, it just Where did teleported you... me out of the strip of Vegas. You didn't tell me you had a, a fucking time portal. Uh that's incredible. I, I just found out five You're seconds. Hanging out with Rick and Morty some more. Yeah, yeah. Did you finish your I, I didn't even I, yeah, I'm done. Tell, tell, tell us how we can save up. money dining in, Dale. All right, so Dine and Dale is here to save you. You go to your Hooters. You can get $10 off of any Dine and Deal, $40 or more. That excludes alcohol and gift cards, but it's valid on food, non-alcoholic beverages, and merch. $10 off any Dine and order of $40 or more. That offer is redeemable at Hooters HOA locations. Dine and Dale has you covered. Boom. So there's two ways you can save money going to Hooters. We love Hooters. Shout out to Hooters. Hooters racing, all things Hooters. That looks uh, good. Beautiful car. We need to do we need to do a thing where we just get like our own version of the Hooters okay. race car and we just drive it around places. I think that we should call Chase and ask him if we can borrow it. I just get a paint scheme on the Yukon and be ready to roll, man. I mean that, I'm down for that too. Be, I think that could look dirty. So put 20 inch blades on my Impala and we'll put a nine and you put a nine on your Yukon. We'll there you go. Beautiful. beautiful. Dream beautiful. team. It's America. All right. So, yeah, so there's that. And uh, and so you bri- briefly recap, you were talking a little bit. I just wanted to note before we move into Pennzoil 400, I did think it's hilarious the amount of people that have the solutions to the flat tire. I don't know if you've read some of these things. And I mean, it's the, and oh, yeah. like I don't I'm not trying to make fun of anybody by any means, but like just le- leave this one to NASCAR and the mechanics, America. OK, they're going to figure this one out. These, these are great ideas. You know, we can't we can't just have people running around on grass with cars on the road. It's just, it's not not typically your uh your safest option. Insurance through the as a as an old insurance agent, I'm here to tell you, you do not want to pay that premium every month. So, we'll leave it there. But uh you're already in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Maybe I, or maybe not. So, yeah, I'm I'm out here on the strip as you can see, it's beautiful. Uh, right. at night uh, this is being recorded at night be at the racetrack all weekend and uh hopefully we're gonna hit some bets i'm gonna hit some bets at the casinos and then we're gonna hit some bets at the racetrack and that's what we're here me and chase are here to talk to you about is our bets for the Pennzoil 400 at las vegas motor speedway it's always a super cool place cannot wait for both of us to be here in the fall yeah when we're both here in the fall for a playoff race the energy is going to be electric Hooters is going to be on Chase Elliott's car, by the way, for that yeah. race. So we're adding more electricity and more flavor to the action. So you want me to start off first bet? I got four bets I'm looking at, and I'm looking at you. Uh, you're pu- you're pulling to me right now with the shades, kind of. Yeah, I wanted bit. to say something about that. So um, I uh, I realized something the other day. Um, you know, you're you're known as uh, Dale Tanhart, the greatest NASCAR better in the universe. And, uh, you know, I'm known as garage guy It me. Um, so here's the deal. I, I thought about this and I'm like, this, this, this man's got some superpowers. There's some superpowers somewhere. And I really feel like you're basically, uh, like on the movie, like Mike shout out to a uh, little bow wow. And, uh, and, and all of the cast and crew of, of like Mike, when he found the old mm-hmm. shoes, I really feel like you you may have the power of Dale Earnhardt in your uh in your your shades that you have. 
So um, and maybe you maybe you just have shades. Maybe it's just the fact that your eyes have some shade whenever you're looking at numbers. That might be what makes you hit bets. So I'm going to try it this week. Now I'm going to see uh, if, if it works. I'm scared because now, I mean, obviously it's nighttime where I'm at. So I feel like you like might a, be like fucking me over. You might be fucking me over by taking away my juju, but I respect it. If you have a bad week, you got to try something different. Uh, I'm, I'm very superstitious. I know you are too. So I'm, I'm with it. I'm confident. And now you are super mega confident. So let's get at it. Go yeah. first. Let's get after it. Look, you go ahead. Go ahead and take us down. Take us down uh, betting lane since you're already there. Show us. You got the, the shades. Counter. You got the shades. So I all right. I got to start there. it out. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna start it out and uh and we'll put it this way. I feel like I need your backdrop right now. I feel like we should. Just, like, it is pretty sick over it, there. It is, like, I wait, I want to. Um, I want to teleport one more time. Hold on. Let me pull the Hooters app up. Something about Hooters. Yeah. Hooters. <laughs> Teleportation. <laughs> right Bam. back and forth. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, Rick, that's Rick and Morty right there. Oh, geez, I, Rick. Oh, where do we go? We went to Hooters I, you know, and now we're here. Oh. I'm trying to get into a little bit of Rick and Morty. I, I do enjoy it. It just doesn't make me laugh. But I, I sent you that one skit that made me fucking die, which was the uh, that was one of the best, dude. resets his life. Yeah, it's so funny. That's just, it's so funny. In true fashion of, of his father, which is just this giant weasel of a man. Um, he gets one skit in the episode. It's him destroying his life in like two seconds. He went through him. all of that. Yeah. He went through yeah. all of it. Did, oh, decided okay. to just live it. It was, I don't know. It's incredible. There's so many great episodes. Shout out to Rick and Morty. All right. So if I've got, if I'm doing the shades this week, I'm going to go ahead. I started my betting week off pretty early over on Action Network. Um, by the way, make sure that you get over to Action Network and follow me and Dale. That's where you're going to find all of our cut bets. Um, I started my week early. I saw where they dropped the lines on uh, DraftKings, and one pick in, in you know one one pick in particular uh, is the favorite, obviously. But but it was about where he opened up. Most books open this man up around plus three hundred, plus three fifty. DraftKings decided to open up Kyle Larson at plus six hundred. It was only a matter of minutes before he dropped down to plus five fifty. And that was around the time that I noticed that they dropped odds. So I went ahead and picked up Kyle Larson plus 550 this week. And just to, uh, to, to kind of reiterate on it a little bit, and you may be like, well, he's the favorite. There's nothing you really have to say. There are a couple of things that need to be said. For one, it's important for this. Like I just, I am a Kyle Larson believer. It was a dirt boy track. He was the ultimate dirt boy that was the champion last year uh, at Auto Club. That, and he won at this track last year at this same race, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So he was able to take it away at Vegas. So he's done that already. He's proven. The thing about Larson is, though, is he didn't necessarily have the fastest car at Auto Club. He just he did his the damn thing. The driver talent showed and paved the way. And so that's kind of where I'm looking at here. Like if I would have seen Larson opening at plus 350, there's no way in hell I'm going to bet on that because it's just it's just it, it's hard to get excited about things like that. You know what I mean? And then you have to bet so much to get a lot and then you just lose a ton. And that's why we don't we don't play the favorites usually. But I will say if he's opening up where he opened up, which was plus 550, I went ahead and pulled the trigger on just because he is Kyle Larson. He is a great driver, one of the best drivers in the world right now. And at that at that at that odd man, I, I had to get at those odds. I just had to go ahead and jump on it. But you had to do it early. I think he's down to plus 500 on DraftKings now, too. So. Um, you know, it's, 
it's not much to talk about. You know, on a betting show, you don't want to talk about the favorites. You want to talk about what's what's down there in the barrel. But I uh, just wanted to throw that out there. That's my one outright that I already have put up. And uh, let's go ahead and tell you, yours is a little bit juicier, a lot bit juicier. And uh, so yeah, another one of the homies. I, I and I don't. I'll, I think that's a very smart move. I just genuinely think that Larson is not going to win this race. Could absolutely be wrong. Um, I was wrong about him winning probably three or four races last year that I wasn't on him. But I remember yeah, that. Like you, like you said, uh, last week was totally different because he opened up as like plus 300. And it's like no one wants to take that with all the unpredictability factors that we were anticipating for Fontana. And we did see, you know, I'm not going to ride that. I went heavy on matchups and it worked out for a decent small profit, very modest profit. But shout out to that. Gotta focus back on winners. Yeah, the Tri Dog Parlay. Bush parlay. Saved that shit big and time. I gave that parlay on this show last week. Chastain over Harrison Burton, Kyle Bush over Denny Hamlin. Fucking miracle. I'm not even gonna lie. That and was a miracle. Tyler Reddick <laughs> over Kislowski. Tri Dog Parlay hits to open the I mean not Daytona, but it opens up the parlay season one for one on parlays. But Gotta back to it. our outright conversation. I think it is a smart move to grab Larson at that price. Even 500, I think, is acceptable. I just think he's not gonna win because they didn't have the best car last week. And he remind, he's reminding me of kind of what Jimmy Johnson did. When Jimmy Johnson became really dominant, you'd have someone else that was dominant at, at race, in the middle of the races, lead a lot of laps, and then Jimmy would come up there at the end. It, it always isn't about the fastest car. It's about the will to win and knowing how to win. Guys like William Byron, Tyler Reddick, really fast but they don't know how to win like Kyle Larson knows how to win. So that's a very important asset that Kyle Larson developed in 2021 that he didn't have until he joined Rick Hendrick. Uh, and I think Reddick and Byron have that potential. Once they win a couple races, they'll start knocking them down. So I'll stick with that boat and talk about Tyler Reddick. Plus 1,600 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Already locked him in on Action Network. He finished sixth at Vegas in the fall last year. He's won at this track in truck and Xfinity competition, 2016, 2019. Fast forward three years, we're in 2022, and he is due for a cup win. And he has brought the fastest car to the tracks not named Daytona in 2022. So at that value, a plus 1,600, even a plus 14 or 13, I got to hammer that. I got to hammer that because his team is performing exceptionally. And if not for a flat tire that took, took them out of the race last week, he'd probably be plus 800 to win this race. He'd be half that. And I think after practice and qualifying on Saturday, he's going to be in that ballpark that I just said, around 800, 900, because I think he's going to be fast. So I think you need to lock that in ASAP. Whether you put a quarter unit, a half unit, a full unit, I think that's an excellent pick to start the week out. Tyler Reddick outright. I got him plus 1,600. You can see what I put on him if you look at my profile on the Action Network app. Yeah, we're not going to tell you about, about our units that we're putting. You got to go look at that yourself. So that's where you'll find that. I don't think that's a bad bet whatsoever. I, uh, I'm probably going to back you up on that one, to be honest. I'm probably going to follow up right on it because everything you said is true. And another thing, you know me and, and everyone that's watching this and listening to this knows me. They know that I'm a, I'm a big narrative guy. I like narratives. Like, they're very fun. Let's not ignore the fact that Tyler Reddick is driving the bet MGM car in las vegas he is the house okay the house always wins well here that there you go that is a great way to look at it you can either ah. look at it that way or you can look at it the exact opposite way which is like 
Vegas, the, the, the one guy that's got the casino car, like, I think your way makes way more sense, but I've, I've seen does. some narrative of the opposite, like he's going to be cursed, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I, no. I like that way. No, no, I, no. I like that, that's the way we're going to look at this. By the time you see this, I will already have Reddick on Action Network as well. Reddick is the house. Boy Dale. The house. We're right. The house always wins. And, I mean, if you want to look at it another way, it's the Penzoil 400. I mean, I, I don't believe in the whole it's that, uh, you know, the, the, the sponsor of the race or the sponsor of where you're at in Vegas that matters. Because look at Joey Logano. He won it two years ago in the Penzoil car. Okay. He's the, the Zoil master himself chugging Zoil down the block. Cole Custer won last week's race with the, the Xfinity sponsor was production Alliance 300. Cole Custer won that race with production Alliance on there. So just buying Maybe wins. Won. Maybe it's a narrative. Could be. I'm not going to say, I'm going to say that we don't want to hit any conspiracies. No conspiracies started today. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that's for later on down the road but yeah, I love that. I love that play. I think that's great. And, and from that, let's go ahead and just branch off. Cause obviously we know we got some matchups. We want to talk about some props. Um, I'm going to kick mine off just with another prop with Tyler Reddick that I love on FanDuel right now, plus 200 Tyler Reddick group C. I think he is grouped up with drivers such as Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick. And uh, the last one I believe that he's grouped with is Brad Keselowski. Uh, Keselowski as uh as our, our homie larry mack would say uh but yeah out of uh, reddick out of those three guys i mean look what did we see last last week at a track that that could be decently comparable to this one even though it's a little bit bigger a little bit longer it still it could be put in the same thing and, and i feel like with brad k being in the new car he was a spin you know spin doctor himself it went from ryan newman being the spin doctor last year to Brad Kay taking the early, you know, role as the spin doctor. Kevin Harvick snuck up towards the end, but didn't have that great of a day, to be honest. And then Alex Bowman, dude, he's looking like, I mean, right now, if the season ended today, he's the bust of Hendrick right now. So it's uh, it's looking a little, a little wonky. So out of all those, I will gladly take him. That is the uh, group betting three on FanDuel Sportsbook. Tyler Reddick plus 200. Dig into it. So it's funny you say that because we usually will talk about what we like before. And that was the one consistent bet that we both were on and we both didn't even realize it. Till we didn't talked. even speak on it. I was like, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, that, that's also my second big stick with the, the Red Dog is plus 200. That bet is also on DraftKings Sportsbook for Group C. Same people, same odds. He's plus 200 to win again. And, Talking about Alex Bowman, he would be the biggest threat to me because he's in a Hendrick car, and he did show some glimpses of speed at Fontana last week. But when it comes to the intermediates over the past year or two, Bowman, the inconsistencies with him and the 48, Greg Ives, have been ridiculous. And uh, some of it is driver influence. Some of it is uh, not bringing a, a good car to the track compared to their teammates to, or what they brought, like William Byron. Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, they'd be in a group of their own and Bowman would be running 12 to 15. I could see that happening again. And you talk, you talk about Kevin Harvick and Brad Keselowski, they really just haven't shown much. Outside of Daytona, Roush has struggled. Uh, Kevin Harvick is one of those guys that finds a way to get a top 10, even when the circumstances are bad, but has not shown me enough to, to think that he will be able to compete on speed with Tyler Reddick. I'm with you. Group C on DraftKings, Group 3 on FanDuel, Tyler Reddick plus 200 beats all three of them. And that's how we differentiate it. You bet it on DraftKings, I bet it on FanDuel. 
That's where that's what's the difference maker. Same same go. guy. We're, we're very versatile. We're very diver- diversified. Yes. In our, uh, Diversify your, your portfolios. <clears throat> Man, the strap is hard to go. Oh. Uh, straps. Just just dirty. I, I had it like 20 times as a kid, and they were about to take my time. I, know, I, I, I never got I, it again. I, I never – I don't think I've had straps since I was like 12 or something. Yeah, it's like a child's – it's dude. a child's virus. So <sighs> it's – uh, I, I got I it like three years ago. It was the last time I got it. It just popped up randomly on me. It's strange. It just went around. It happens. You get illnesses when you're not at the racetrack like you used to be. So That's what happens when you eat a Chick-fil-A a lot sometimes, you know? Yeah, you know, like if you walk into Chick Fil A sometimes, and like you know the other kids, all the little little dirty face kids with the sauce on their face, they touching the doors. Yeah, that could it, it can make it happen. You never know. Yeah, McDonald's play place. Yeah, that's why you got to yeah. go to Hooters. Okay, you know they don't they don't have kids places slides and and dirty faced kids. You know to to touch doors and give you strap. There you go. That's yeah. a that's a a decent. Oh, no, not even decent. That's a great A marketing campaign right there. 100%. Not dirty. Eat Hooters, no strap. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's hear your third pick. Let's hear your third one. Are right, yeah, well, we so, going to do a matchup here? So, yeah, so that was uh, that was a prop. Yeah, we can go We can go into a little bit of matchup action, you know. So, obviously, the matchups are pretty tight on the books this week. Uh, I was looking at a couple of different ones. I mean, and I am just – for me, I don't know why, but like the featured matchups are just pretty much for they're out there for everyone. If I was going to roll with anything on these featured matchups, I think that I would probably want to go the route of Austin Dillon over Kurt Busch. And let me tell you why. Okay. They're, they're set at the same odds over on DraftKings, minus 115, I believe. You know, Tyler Reddick's got some speed, man. He's, he's, got, he's got the speediness, he's out there. They're in the same garage. Austin Dillon, what, what did he finish this race in Fontana? Did he finish second? If I if 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 I if I'm he did. correct, he did. He charged there at the end. He he ran second. He just he came out ramshackle. Pit crews matter, and I love the fact that they're getting more glory this year. And we're going to continue to make sure they get that glory. Shout out to the homie Paul Swan. Okay, the meats. He made that damn thing. He made that happen. He was a part of like, making that happen. It's like some kind of Superman thing. It know. is like, like I could like have it. I'm just not Italian enough. Like my mom's Italian, but Paul, he's got he's got the the strong Italiano going down. Yeah, I got I got to hit I got to hit the gym. I got to hit the gym more. I mean, I can sell you some. One you can glue it. You can probably glue it on. See, you're talking about the hair. I'm talking about the the you're talking the, about the, the pecs. The meat, yeah. The meat is the the muscle. I feel yeah. like it's, it's a combination. Like, it's a potential combination. Right. I think the most important part is the. The fucking the meat, <laughs> yeah. The meat. Oh. It, it's got it's yeah. You gotta get you gotta get pecked up. Pectorials and a big gut. That's just that's the way that a, a strong man survives. The ultimate dad bod. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I've been working condition. on for a minute now. But uh, but back into this matchup. The reason being is it's like now, don't get me wrong. Kurt Busch did really well. Kurt Busch did great this past week. We were able to fight and overcome the adversity of those things. We saw him starting way back. He was kind of away from everybody else, kind of just trying to do his own thing, and then he was just working his way up. Pretty much every other Toyota just went to shit town. Let's be let's be honest. Um, I don't know what is going on with the with the Toyotas. Maybe it's something in the water. Uh, you know, obviously something in the in the in the coolant. Uh, we know that much because they had some of those issues as well. 
Um, but something, something is just not right with these cars. And I feel like Kurt may have dodged a bullet this past week, but does that mean he can dodge a bullet again? Um, you know, I just feel like with Austin, he's a guy that could qualify somewhere towards the middle of the pack, take his time. Um, and then we all, we already know that he's got a, a really good pit crew. RCR just seems to be on the uptick. Me and you both talked about this in the off season. RCR was, was on the way back. You know, that three and that eight, man, I mean, you, they, they just like that's your soul spirit energy. So, I mean, let, let's be real with that. So I've got a lot of faith in that. And I think that we could definitely see Austin and Tyler both put on a really good season. And I think that it could easily start by taking Dylan over Kurt Busch this week in Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, so I don't think speed is the issue here. Like you said, the overheating was a bizarre deal with the with the Gibbs cars. Uh, that really, really hurt their chances at Fontana. It ruined Kyle Busch's race uh, from the get-go. Denny kind of hung around and hung around, had, had a top-ten car. Christopher Bell had some speed but crashed. Uh, and then Kurt Busch passed like 180 cars and had problems on pit road, kept losing track position, gained it back there at the end. So I don't think speed, maybe compared to what Reddick had and what a couple of the Hendrick cars have, maybe the speed could be slightly off. We didn't really get to see what – what kind of speed Kyle Busch could have had had he not ex- encountered the issues that he did. But I'm going to stick with the Gibbs camp here. And someone probably call this risky after what we saw last week. Um, and it's been a, a terrible start to the season for this guy. But I'm taking Christopher Bell over Eric Jones. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, he's minus 115. He is a favorite. It's pretty shocking that we hit 2022 and you hit a world where a Joe Gibbs car is comparable to Richard Petty Motorsports in a head-to-head matchup. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to discredit Eric Jones. I'm wearing the 43. They could be super fast again. I mean, they were lightning. They were one of the fastest cars in the field at Fontana. Oh God, yeah. But I'm going to take – I feel like this is a, a strategy I always talk about on our shows, and I've talked about it for a year now, is what's most likely to happen. And I feel like this is a what's most likely to happen play. And that is Christopher Bell to be better than Eric Jones. I think Joe Gibbs, like I said, I think they did have some speed. If they fix that issue, which they have one of the strongest, best teams with Joe Gibbs racing in NASCAR. I mean, they're top notch up there, neck and neck with Hendrick Motorsports. So yeah, yeah. I think they'll, they'll figure it out. I think they'll figure out the problem. We got an extended practice session. Uh, qualifying is still here. And then the race. I think they'll figure it out. I, I trust the talent of Christopher Bell in a winning race car to do well on Sunday and to beat Eric Jones. Well, I'll say this much with it. Um, you know, it is a new year. I'm not going to stump on your mojo because, you know, I, I love I love a certain guy on Chris Bell's pit crew. So and we both do. So we can't. Yeah, we can't we can't shit on that at all. So I'm going to be rooting for it. I don't know if I'm going to personally take it, but I will definitely root for it. As far as what we've seen from for years to come, that seems like a no-brainer. But I will say that it was super surprising to see Eric Jones be as consistent as he was. The consistency is what got me. The fact that he finished second stage one and two and then found himself inside the top five at the end of that, that's got the books and DraftKings and all them with the salaries. It's got them going nuts. They've got him valued up in, in a bunch of different areas. So it is cool to see that Chris Bell is still valued, um, you know, at you know the, the odds that he is over Eric Jones. 
Um, but I think a lot of people after watching last week's race will probably be on the other side of that. So that's one of one of the ones we will call a uh, the genius play that shouldn't be a genius play because it should be common sense. Yeah, if you realistic. Well, honestly, though, I feel like most people will disagree with me on that. But for what you just said, is it anybody that watched last week, week's race will be like, oh, Eric Jones, for sure. Exactly. That was lightning. I mean, the guy was a top three car the entire race. So it's like, in what world would he beat Chris Bell? Well, let, let's take a step back here and think about uh, 2021 and 2020 and the history of Richard Petty Motorsports and their lack of consistency versus the ultimate consistency of Joe Gibbs Racing. So that's the data that I'm using to give that pick. Minus 115. I don't know if it's on FanDuel or if it's available on other books yet. I think I checked and I didn't see it, but it's under driver props on DraftKings Sportsbook, so I'm riding it. It's one, it's one of those ones that I need to update my app for, apparently. Um, so I'm looking. I'm going to be on the lookout. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel it. I feel it. Everybody else that's been a fan of NASCAR for a while now, that's been doing this for a while, that's been sitting with us here for a while, you're going to know what's up. All right, so let's go in. I, this is going to be my last bet of for the show. I don't know how many more you have, but this is going to be my last one. It's going to be my first time putting money on this guy um, ever since he uh, – bankrupted the shit out of us at uh, the World Center of Racing. Uh, and the bet is going to be me taking Austin Sendrick to get a top 10 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And the odds right now for that are set at plus 115. So it is plus money. And a little bit of my logic behind this. A, he won the fucking Daytona 500 as a rookie. Okay. B, he is the son of a Penske man and is a Penske man now and is a damn good race car driver. Number three, he is in the deuce. Okay. He's a in the B deuce. Three. Yeah. But Brad K was in the deuce for a minute. And that car, if you want to separate driver from car, that car has been in the top of the stats at this track for a minute. So I'm looking at those factors right there. That's plus money. And I don't know about how many units I'm putting on that yet, but I can guarantee you probably more than one. So that's what I'm leaving that at. That's the play. Austin Cendrick plus 115 for a top 10 on FanDuel Sportsbook. I like it. He, uh, I think he ran 12 at Fontana, obviously won at Daytona. I mean, this arguably could be the greatest rookie to ever perform in the Cup Series next to Jimmy Johnson. Uh, I've seen stats all week about Jimmy Johnson how he was like the first rookie to ever lead the point standings at any time. Cindric has now led the points for two weeks in a row. So uh, I think he, he's legit. The Daytona 500 winner is not going to be just a fluke. The guy's going to have more success in 2022 at plus odds. A guy that sat on the pole last week, ran top 10 most of that race, even got in a wreck and came back and finished 12. I think it's a good value pick. And like you said, Penske has, has borderline run this place over the past five to six, seven years with Brad Kay and Logano specifically uh, getting a lot of wins and a lot of top fives. Blaney getting a lot of top fives too. So that Penske power has been strong in Las Vegas. So I don't mind it. I don't mind it. For my matchup, I'm going to stick in the Ford department here. And I'm going to go, uh, once again, it's, it's kind of eerie if it's on other sports books or not. I haven't seen it. I've only seen it on DraftKings under driver prop matchups. And that's going to be Cole Custer minus 120 over Chris Busher. I'm going to disregard 
a lot of the statistics from Cole Custer in 2019 and 2020 and 2021 because I guess 2020, 2021, this is his third year. I always forget what year he came in, but uh, totally different race car, totally different aero package. And Stuart Haas was just terrible. I mean, they were bad. And they already this year have shown that they are different. They are a different program. All four of their guys at Fontana showed some kind of life at some point in the race. Eric Amarola finished sixth. Kevin Harvick finished eighth, I think. They both got top tens. Cole Custer finished 11th and hung around in the top 15 the majority of that race. And then you have Chase Briscoe at one point flew to the front of the field and led laps and just kind of fell off at the end. Dirt and that's board. what makes makes this aero package beautiful is it seems like we have comers and goers like we used to. Somebody can be really fast early, kind of not keep up with the track, fade at the end. And with that all being said, Stuart Haas collectively as a program seems like they have picked it up. I mean, even look at the clash, how good Chase Briscoe was. Cole Custer is really good at the clash. So I'm really looking at those figures. Plus, uh, in Xfinity Series action and five starts at Las Vegas, Cole Custer, four top tens, three top fives. One start in trucks, finished third. So I like to compare the Xfinity car more to this car than I would a 2021 or a 2020 Cup car with the error package that lasted from 2019 to 2021. So comparing the Xfinity results for Cole Custer at Las Vegas, it's been a, a pretty good track for him. And the car is more similar to Cup because it's a little bit harder to drive, higher horsepower, lower downforce. It's a handful for these guys. And I think you can use some of those statistics to say, I think Cole Custer could run well. Add that with Stuart Haas's collective momentum. And I haven't even talked about Chris Buescher yet. Roush has really struggled to open the season outside of Daytona. You never saw Chris Buescher doing anything last week. Brad Keselowski had a run late, wrecked. Uh, in the clash, they were very slow. I know some people are going to be like, oh, the clash, totally different fucking track. Yeah, I know. But it's interesting that Chase Briscoe, super fast last week, super fast to the clash. Tyler Reddick, super fast last week, super fast to the clash. Joey Logano, super fast last week, super fast to the clash. Anything non-Daytona right now is up for grabs when it comes to stats and metrics. So that's how many Daytonas right do we have? Two, two, two Tonas, well, two Daytonas. on the book right now. Yeah. Two Daytonas, two Daytonas. They're, 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 the they're the only four tracks that are out of play right now, in my opinion. So Roush is struggling. Stuart Haas has shown vast improvements. Cole Custer, 11th at Fontana, had top 10 speed. I'm going Cole Custer over Chase Briscoe. At, or I'm sorry. Cole Custer over Chris Busher as my final oh, my pick God. and matchup on DraftKings Sportsbook. And that's a smart one. So that's all That's all the bets I think we had. Do you have another bet? you have one more? That's it. I did five. I think I did five last week, but um, no, we're going to go with four. I like two matchups, one prop, one outright. Before we get into practice and qualifying, I think that's a healthy batch of bets to get your week started. Absolutely. Yeah. And there'll be plenty more as well. If you're not already, make sure that you go to the Garage Guys Discord. Got a bunch of amazing people in that Discord. The Garage fan themselves, they keep that thing going. They like conversations out the ass about racing and anything else when it comes to betting and DFS. Uh, other big news the website is back. Uh, shout out to garageguysfantasysports.com. It's back. Uh, I just dropped the first article in like a century 
from uh from for the DFS salaries. So you have salaries for FanDuel and for DraftKings in a pretty little Excel box that I copy and pasted over from the Excel program into the article itself. And you don't have to go scroll through apps anymore. You can just have it pulled up and screenshot it and you'll have it right there to talk to your friends about. Um, and we'll have more on that site over the weekend. So be sure to check out garageguysfantasysports.com and you'll be able to get all the good analysis from Dale and I this weekend. Um, so all, especially the DFS stuff, because we got to wait for practice and qualifying to make sure we get in the nitty gritty of that. But get these bets locked in, go to Action Network right now, download that app, go find our links. We literally have them posted everywhere and, uh, and do that, do the damn thing. So I guess before we go, well, I think looking at last week, I have to go back and tally it up. We'll start, we'll start the official leaderboard next week. Once I go back to last week's show to tally up our, our little game that we do since we were, instead of talking DFS picks, cause we haven't seen practice and qualifying, we're going to guess who is going to be the potential dominator and one of the uh, place differential potential boys. So uh, we're last basically week. doing that now. I, I think I did. Did I do Kyle Bush? I think I did Kyle Bush. So that sucked. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I did winning Cole, right now. Well, I did Cole Custer, who was who had 42 points, started 21st, finished 11th. Who were you two guys? I don't know. Um, I want to say that, like, I if I took Chase Elliott, it was not a good time either. Um, there's a possibility that I did take Chase Elliott. Um, I have to go back and look, but I think my other place differential potential guy was Kurt Busch. So I think me and you uh, have, have really good place differential potential. Uh, we'll go back and we'll go back and add it up. Once yeah. You, once you so, but for yeah. this week, oh, this uh, I think my two guys are going to be um, number one, looking at it. I'm going to go ahead and, and give Will, Willie B some love um, over on DraftKings. I was looking at uh, his salary that I had pulled up here and now it has disappeared, but it will reappear. Do not worry. Do not fret. Uh, Willie B. He's got a really good track record at, at 9,800. The speed 9,800 9, right there. I think that he could be a guy to get up there and, and, and challenge and, and play a little battle Royale, especially if he qualifies somewhere between five and 10, which I think he will. That's kind of where I'm guessing. Maybe that should be the game. Guess where they qualify. Uh, that would be fun be part of it we, yeah. we can make a points formula for it and see we could we're gonna but we we have to make the gloves that can develop metrics for the pit crew members first to make the fantasy pit crew game that's yeah, the first yeah. thing we need to do um but yeah that's gonna be my my potential dominator that i'm throwing out for a guess at 9800 good value there too if he is the dominator uh and then i i'm gonna be a little risky with my place differential potential guy this week because this like you said earlier uh before we started the show this is a guy that could easily qualify decent and then just shit the bed. But salary-wise, I don't think it would be too bad. At 5,800, Daniel Hemrick in the Colleg Racing car. He's in a Colleg Racing car. He's Daniel Hemrick. Uh, I, I just I think back to the days of Xfinity, battling him and A.J. Allmendinger, battling it out, duking it. It was a great race, uh, and, uh, and I, just, I think that, that Daniel should qualify hopefully somewhere between 10 and 20, and could be somebody that maybe could close out the way he did last week. So we'll see. That's my guys. Yeah. Keep an eye out just from a betting perspective, William Byron. Um, I, I could see myself riding him this weekend because his put overall, the shades on him. His overall shade. speed last week was ridiculous. So we'll keep an eye on that. But I like the Byron pick as a dominator. It looks like he's a little undervalued on these opening salaries. 
uh, for three reasons. Uh, or I'll, I'll say two reasons. One, Kyle Larson has to be undisputedly the number one guy, over 11,000, 11, 11.3. And then Team Penske. Team Penske's record is so good here that, that for fantasy purposes, they're valuing Logano and Blaney really high up. And I think that kind of brings Byron a little bit down to the middle. But for mm-hmm. my dominator, I'm going to go Tyler Reddick be, for all reasons stated earlier. I mean, this is a guy that could qualify first, have the best times in practice, and just – I mean – we saw what he did at Fontana. He, he would have led 75% of that race, I think, had he not blown a tire. So for a potential dominator at 9,300, really like that one. And for my second guy, I'm going to stick with Cole Custer because I feel like he's going to qualify from 20th to 25th and hang around and hang around and hang around and get a top 10 or a top 12, top 15 finish. And at his price, it's $6,700. This is a race where I think we could see much more mayhem than we saw last week at Fontana. The cars are hard to drive. Now we're at a tighter racetrack. I think if Cole Custer hangs around, stays out of trouble, could pick up a lot of spots. Uh, so at 6,700, he paid off big time last week at 5,400 if you played him because uh, he got 42 points. I think he could replicate that this weekend. So my guys are Tyler Reddick and Cole Custer. So there you go. So there's our two guys. We'll go ahead and get the leaderboard ready to go for next week. Let us know who uh, your guesses are before practice and qualifying in the Discord or on Twitter uh, or whatever. This show drops today. Hopefully you watch it early and you can do that. But uh, but shout out to everybody. It's Viva Las Vegas week. Uh, remember, the house always wins. Um, and so we're the house now. Garage Guys is the house. Uh, we've always at a house. Are you at a house? You're in, you're in the town. I'm, you're uh, in Vegas. So you're at the house feet. as well. Up in the air, right? Yeah, I'm technically at the house. Yeah, we're at the house. We are the house. We're gonna win America's house, uh, and, and that's that. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, so that's a show. Uh, this is a life, and uh, let's get ready for some motherfucking racing on Sunday. Hooters, baby! Don't forget about Hooters. We can't. We can't forget about the Hooters. Go to Hooters. Remember promo code Garage Guys. Ten dollars off any order. Thirty dollars or more when you order from Hooters to Go.com or the Hooters app. Do that at the house this weekend, and you're going to be eating some great wings while you bet on the races and then win money with us, and then we save you $10 to go. Or, hell, just t- tell, them, tell them that they could go to the restaurant. Dale? Yeah, that's uh, checkout slash carryout slash takeout chase, whichever one you want to call them. Carry check chase. I am solidified as Dine-In Dale. Use promo code Garage Guys. Just give it to your waitress. Give it to your Hooters girl. And it will save you $10 on any dine-in order, $40 or more. That's valid on food, non-alcoholic beverages, and merchandise. So there you go. Dine-In Dale has you covered always at Hooters. I wonder if there's a Hooters in Vegas. I think there is. There should be. It's the Go house. win money and then go win more money by going to Hooters. And then go take that $10 you just won that you saved and go win more money. Let's do it. We'll do the portal so I can go with you this time. It's not a bad bark. Dude, can you do the portal thing one more time? And we'll see if I can yeah, suck we'll, over that way. This is the Hooters app. Hooters has a very special power that we just discovered. Whoa. I, I'm just going to stop it here so, because they don't know if I'm actually there or not. I'm actually on the other side of the screen. Hey, Dale. What's up, man? Oh, hey. Hey, you're gone. All right, we're at the house. It's Vegas. Let's go.
It's the garage guys. 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 It's 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 the garage guys. It's it's the garage guys.